What is going on, lovely people? Welcome back to another episode of the Editorial Podcast. I'm Nikki. And this is Chris coming at you with 48,022 Monet water lily installations between us. I know you love and adore that painting. Yo, uh, not all of the water lily series from Monet are my favorite. Uh, I do have quite a few favorites from that series, but like easily gun to my head, like my favorite, my favorite painting is 1907. Like I love it. Wow. I uh, can't say that I have a favorite painting, even though out of the two of us, I'm the one that went to art school. (laughs) (laughs) And also out of the two of us, you know more about art than I do, which is pretty funny. I feel like the only reason I do is because it's it's so encompassing of like my time at the university. Like you study literature and you study like architecture and you study like the sociopolitical things that were happening at the time. Art is usually involved in those things. Like visual art, I should say. For those who are joining us uh now <laughs> you might not have heard in our previous episodes that Chris actually had a um you went to you went to U of T for writing literature yes but then like you graduated with that but you have a minor in architecture I do <laughs> so to, so why don't you tell the uh, lovely audience why why architecture <laughs> um so fun story uh, at U of T in my first year. Uh, they basically canceled one of my philosophy classes uh, that I was enrolled in. It was like something stupid. It was like, so at U of T, you have to take breath requirements. Um, so it's basically like you have to fulfill five categories in order to graduate. Um, okay, so that yeah. involves like taking like a science class and a math class. And let me tell you, I am not good at either of those things, but you have to do them in mm-hmm. order to graduate. Um, right, right. So I took this philosophy class and I was like, well, crap, like it's been canceled. I'm short of credit. What do I take? Um, I'm like a week into the semester. What do I do? Uh, so I was scour through uh, our scheduling program and I'm like, well, this introduction to architecture is is open and still accepting people. I'll enroll in this. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, little did I know that I would take it and absolutely fall in love with it. Uh, so I ended up taking, you need four credits in order to uh, complete a minor at the University of Toronto. So I took I took four uh-huh. credits and I have a minor in architecture. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, you never know. Like if you take chances in life, you might just find something that you fall in love with that you never thought that you would. Oh, trust me. It was like, I've always liked buildings. Like I've always liked looking at them. Um, But I ended up sitting in this class and I was just mind blown. A lot of it was very much what we were studying in English Lit. So it was like um, how the world around you affects the architecture that you see, the way of life that you were looking at. Um, And I'd seen some things I'd never seen before. Uh, and I fell in love with so many things and I was like, oh my God, I need, I need to see all these things in real life, uh, which I am slowly, uh, checking off my bucket list. 
What a great segue, Chris, to (laughs) the topic of today's episode. You know, I don't know. Sometimes, like, you think about morbid shit and it's, 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 um, how do you say it? It's inevitable. Like, sometimes you just think, you take a moment and you're like, wow, life is, is fleeting. And it's sometimes hard to have a grasp on that concept that, like, yes, Drake put it really well once of, you know, you only live once, but at the same time, you only die one time too. So unless you like are one of those people that, I don't know, died and came back to life, like whoopee-dee-doo, you get a freaking trophy. Oh my Jesus Christ. But you you never really stop and think about living your life because you're constantly living it. Does that even make sense? Like I'm... I think I think it's one of those things. It's like you're 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 never you're just in the middle of it. You know what I mean? You're just like you you took off from one end of the shore and you're just swimming across the ocean and you're just like paddling along. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm reading a book right now that is called 101 Essays to that would change the way you think about things um, uh, or think about life. So I can't even remember the title of the book, <laughs> uh, but it's basically one of the on one of these pages. It's saying how you know how you keep thinking, let's you know grind it out now, like make as much money as you can now, so that you can live a better future, you can have a better future, and and what she's saying is that like life is that process of you're like, you're already living it. Like you, it is a process of trying to get through majority of it. And then so you can save up to have a better future, but like you're not stopping time while you're grinding away, making this money to have mm. a future, to live your life the way that you want to, you're already living it. So, you know, I thought that, you know, while I'm, um, like, I don't know, jacked oh up on God. antidepressants for pain medication on my jaw. Let's talk about uh, bucket lists and things that we want to do before, you know, before time runs out. Chris, why don't we uh, start with I mean, with yeah, I think list. we kind of did already. Uh, one of my biggest things, I've done a lot of the things I was telling Nikki, like my, my bucket list isn't very extensive. I've done a lot of the things that I've always wanted to do. Which is super awesome. I'm not even ungrateful for that. Like, I've worked with some of the most amazing people. I've met amazing people. Um, I've done things that I've I've always wanted to do, um, which is which is awesome. I can't I can't even say like it's I've I've checked a lot of things off in in my short time uh, Mm -hmm. since I've hatched out of the egg. But like, there's still a lot of things I would like I would like to do, and a lot of them involves travel. A lot of them are, are are you know are tiny things that especially oh now my God, I'm like longing yes. for it. I I <laughs> have always, and we talked about, we just talked about Monet's uh, installation. Uh, it's, it's 19, it's 91 meters long at uh, Musée de l'Orangerie in Paris. Uh, I just want to sit in the middle of that and ball my eyes out. Like, I'm obsessed with that <laughs> painting. When it came to Toronto, well, when the 1907 uh, Water Lilies painting came to Toronto for uh, an Art Gallery of Ontario exhibit, I think I went every week. Like, I have a membership. I went every week and just sat at the bench in front of this painting and just, I would stare at it for hours. 
I'm obsessed with that painting. So I would definitely want to go and do that. And I want to go uh, to Giverny in France and see Monet's gardens. I want to go and see that bridge. I want to go and see those water lilies. I want to I want to sob loudly as I see it. With the looking other at me like I'm a nut job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I want to ruin <laughs> all of the Instagram influencers who are getting their photo shoots done in Monet's gardens, like by the pond. I just want to be. <laughs> he just that sad I bitch on the side. I want to be that wailing crying. woman. Like, I just want to be like snot and mascara, oh just like on my knees, like just mid scream like a banshee as I sob deeply because uh, <laughs> I'm moved by all of the emotion and natural beauty of this place. I mean, Monet literally spent his time there like painting this one landscape because it was it was beautiful. Uh, and I mean, like so many flowers happen at different times uh, of the year. It's just it's this lush sort of oasis. And I've always wanted to go and see it. So I, like I don't want to spend a lot of time in Paris, like in France, but like yeah. I definitely need to spend at least two days. I need one day to cry in the ninety-one meter uh, installation, yeah. and then I need another day to cry in the gardens and ruin various uh, Instagram influencers' uh, pictures. But you also need a, one other day to eat some some croissant, croissant. and you know some petit <laughs> And have some yes, espresso, yes. you know. I don't know how you say, you say that uh, in French. You have but, you a know, cafe au lait. Guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. Okay. Uh, you have one of those suckers. That's like one of the things I want to do. And then the other thing, like I'm planning this not for next year because I assume next year, like we're still not going to be able to get on a plane because like everybody's going to be getting on a plane. You mm, know what I mean? That's so a good I'm planning point. this for like 2023. Like, I'm going to make this happen, but I want to spend, like, mm-hmm. a week in Barcelona. I have reason for this. So remember how we were talking about my my uh, architecture degree that makes no sense? <laughs> yeah. uh, during my time uh, in that first year class, I learned about Gaudi. Uh, he's, like, this iconic architect. Um, he has yes. built everything in Spain, like, throughout sort of late 1800s into early 1900s uh he like was this really odd human being and he had all of these very like odd looking buildings like i don't know how to say it it looks like something out of a tim burton movie they're just like very wavy very colorful lots of different elements it's like very modern and like every single building is just mind-boggling um, I don't want to go and see the Sagrada. It's like forever going to be under construction. Like, it's it's like it's like the Eglinton Cross Town over here. It's never not going to be under construction. So, like, I want to go and see like Casa Mila and like all of the other buildings that he did, um, and just like stare at them in in awe, while also again wailing loudly in the streets as I am moved with emotion as I'm finally there seeing the thing. I like how. You cry. Yes, at nice I things. want to be moved by not even beauty. I want to be moved by the sublime. You know, I want to. I want to. I want to be so mm. in love with something that is so terrifying. That's sort of what the definition of sublime, like to 
of the sublime is like something is like so scary and daunting it's beautiful like when you look out at the ocean and it's like wow it looks like it goes on forever it's so terrifying but in this moment it's gorgeous that's like do you ever get that i know standing at english bay or something um no because then all i can think about is like how much salt is in the ocean (laughs) i know because I don't know if you've ever been to one of those float thingies. Yes, like you know when they like in the capsule thing and you float and it's like the water is like a one to one ratio yes. of salt and water, and so you float like it, your buoyancy uh, level is changed because the amount of salt in the water. And I'm just thinking like, is there enough salt in the ocean to make you float? Well, obviously you can float can in you? any I water, can't but swim. like I'm like I'm convinced I'll like, just sink. Like. <laughs> No, actually, you can float uh, very effortlessly. Effortless, bleh, effortlessly, you can float very effortlessly. There's, I don't know what science is behind this, but I've always wanted to try to do that thing where people can like hold their breath and then sink to the bottom of the swimming pool. I don't know how to do that. I, that's cool. terrifying. I like, I don't do well with water in general. Like, I I wade in waist deep water. Like, I'm like a mom looking over kids. I'm like. I'm like midway in the water. You're always in the kiddie yeah, pool. Yeah, I'm like midway in the pool. I'm just like looking at everyone having fun and making sure that they don't drown. Uh, and if they're in water that is deeper than like waist level and they are drowning, well, you're out of luck, bud, because I'm not coming in to save you because I will drown myself. World's best lifesaver. Literally. Right there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Coast Guard. Coast Guard of the year. Right here. Yeah, yeah, but I would I would definitely want to do that. I just want to go and like see I want to go and see Gaudi buildings. I also want to eat so El Bui doesn't exist anymore. El Bui, like the like that like amazing experimental chef that like or experimental restaurant rather that like all the Adria brothers were were cooking at. Um it's like it doesn't exist. It hasn't existed for like years and years and years. But one of the younger brothers, uh Albert Aldria, has his own restaurant called Tickets and it's like a Michelin star winning uh restaurant and it's like very odd sort of like gastro type food uh and i want it i want it all uh i would like to work that into that trip along with like i just want to eat my way across Mm. europe and asia like i love food i love food so much i just want to eat everything just like put it on a plate and give it to me you know i just want to do that you gotta start you gotta start one of those like food like eating YouTube channels. Yo, I on. literally have that on my bucket list. I like wanna I wanna start a food blog. I also need to publish my book. And then I would like edit to real to right. get so big that we have a coffee table book. You knew this from the beginning. Like this was my this was one of my my first ambitions was to get us a coffee yeah. table book. <laughs> we mentioned this we mentioned this quite early on in the show is that one of your aspirations uh, would be to have a coffee table. I book, want to have yes. a coffee table book, um, and then I also want us to have merch. That would be hilarious. It'd have to be like the softest sweater ever. Yes, dude. Oh my gosh, I want it to feel like I want it to feel like you're hugging, you're hugging like the, a, a clean alpaca. You know, that's very specific. But yeah, like a really soft sweatshirt or hoodie. Yes, yes. it has to be both purple and yeah, green. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> signature, signature colors, colors. <laughs> our signature colors yeah i just i 
need to eat my way across across the yeah. world. That is that's that's the plan. And then write about anything it. else you want to do before you die. Um, and then I have like mundane stuff. I wanna I, I besides publishing like a, a real book. Yeah. I want to like do a film. <laughs> I it will if it doesn't. You guys have to hold me to it. Uh, just just bully me into writing, guys. There's a good chance I'm not writing, so just bully me into we'll writing. Do that. Uh, I want to do some sort of like short series or like film and co-write something with someone that I admire or I love, um, Ooh. like like an idol of mine. You know what I mean? I'd like to. I'd like to. I don't know what it would be, but I would like to do some sort of short series for the YouTubes. Mm. Um, that would be really fun. Would it be like uh, comedic content, or would it be like? Yeah, let's be real. I don't know how to be serious. Right. I- <laughs> you look very serious. Uh, I look very severe, yes. but I don't know how to be serious at all. No. <laughs> um, I am a giant joke of a human. Yeah, I want to do that. I, I would like to film things. That's what's part of the reason why I started to learn how to DSLR. Yes. Uh, was so that I would be able to film things. I have the things. I just need like the people to do the things. And then we're also in the middle of a plague. So I also don't want people licking my eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then... I would like to eventually rescue a ton of animals. <gasps> Just all of them. I'm talking like alpacas. I'm talking dogs. I'm talking cats. I'll take a ferret, which is just a long rat. Pigs? I can't be trusted with pigs because they might end up in a sandwich. Yes. Um, what? They're I told delicious. You. No, I told <laughs> you. We had this talk yesterday that I saw a TikTok video that told us that pigs are smarter than dogs and yet we keep dogs as pets and we kill pigs and eat them for bacon pigs know that other pigs are being killed for food like they consciously are aware of of the fact that they're being herded into a slaughterhouse and they start to run the opposite direction and they start screaming yeah yeah I'm not saying I enjoy the murder of them. I'm saying they're delicious. Mm. Yeah. No. Oh, there's like there's this wonderful episode of uh of Reply All about uh the feral pig uh issue in the South, uh, and that these pigs are super smart. Like they uh pretty much will tell other pigs like if they've discovered a trap um to kill them. And that's like so and like pass the information on, and that's why they're like like the South is overrun with these feral hogs. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. So people are like, "What are we going to do?" Because they breed like out of control, and they're an invasive species. So they're like ruining crops and stuff. Um, and that's when I'm like, "They're delicious." So uh, let's just uh, no. let's just make a lot of sandwiches out of them. Planet of the hogs, bro. Yeah. So we just got to eat them. We just no. gotta eat them. You didn't eat the apes. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. If it was like cooked the right way and it was put in front of me, I wouldn't be mad at it. <sighs> I Listen, can't. I have a strict rule. I'll try anything once before I decide I don't like it. So Okay. So you're gonna do drugs too? No, I meant food wise. Okay, so you're gonna eat monkey brains? If it's cooked the right way and I'm told that I no. won't get food poisoning. Yeah, sure. No. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this argument doesn't work with me. I feel like a lot of people are like, and would you eat this? And would you eat this? I'm like, yeah. You would eat a cat. You would eat my cat. 
Well, no, I don't want to look him in the eye before he's before he's put in a sandwich, but if he was cooked the right oh, way. Kate. I mean, no, he's adorable, no. but like No. <laughs> just like don't tell me it's Bubs. Don't tell me it's Bubs and then we'll see. I would feel really oh bad afterwards. I would feel terrible. I want to hack. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> There's like, no, I feel there's terrible. no winning. There's no <laughs> winning in this conversation. This topic is now not a topic to to converse anymore. We're moving on. Okay. Yes. Uh, besides that, I want to soak my old bones in an Iceland uh, hot spring. Oh. You know, I just want to. I want to be when I come out of that hot spring, the texture of an overcooked noodle. I want to be past the point of al dente. I want to be so cooked you have to throw it out. Like that's, that's how that's how that's how cooked I want to be. I want to be masticated. I want to be so cooked. I want to be pre-chewed. Like that's the texture I want to come out. You want to be like a uterus after like 15 rounds of radiation and chemotherapy. Sure. Cuz yes. it's basically disintegrated. Did you get this from a TikTok video? No, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. There it is. Okay. <laughs> I was like, on what source did Nikki pick this very specific image? Yeah. Yeah, it's been <laughs> in my head. I, it's not a good thing to start. So the thing is, I've, I started watching Grey's Anatomy from like season 13. Like oh that's, my God. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. My sister watches it, right? So she's she's re-watching the entire series right now because there's a new series that came out. I don't know how the, the show is still freaking going on. Meredith looks like she's 90 years old. Jesus. Um, but yeah, it's like, she's a great actress, by the way. I don't even know her real name, but she, so I, she's watching this show and then I just like catch glimpses of it. Cause mm. she's just like, is watching it. You know, when you just, I don't know. I just I'm I'm just walking by. I'll hear it. I'll like stay for like an episode, and I don't know what's going on. And I ask all these questions, and my sister's like, "It's gonna take me like I'm gonna have to recap you like five seasons worth to catch up to whatever <laughs> they're talking about." So no, I'm not gonna answer that question. So I just started watching it from season 13, and I'm like on season 15 now, and like there's so many things that are just they reference back, and I have no clue what the fuck they're talking about. But that's that. So. Yeah, and now I just think about every day if I'm going to die from childbirth now that childbirth is on the table. Jesus Christ. I mean, I did a similar thing, but mine was less high stakes. Um, I, I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race from the beginning. Um, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and there's like 20,000 seasons of that, and I started from the first one. <laughs> I usually would start from the first season, but I was just like, yo, there's just so much shit. So maybe later on if I – I don't know. Maybe when I'm done it, I'll go all the way back. But tell me about RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Yo, so anybody who knows me knows I have a sick fascination with drag queens. Like, I love drag queens. I I am obsessed with the way that they dress. I am obsessed with the way they do their makeup. Like, it is an art form. Like, it's like watching an artist paint. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Watching the way that they come together. And that it takes that long for them to look the way that they do. So that's like an effort and a half every single day to look like that. And I can barely bring myself to draw my eyebrows on. Dude, I've stopped completely. I put some like lotion on my face and some chapstick and I'm just like, this is as good as it's going to get. Yeah. Who's looking at me? Well, the plague? Clearly, clearly we're not 
were not fab. <laughs> it's clearly. Um, yeah, it's really – it's interesting because I was talking to my boss about it and he, he's he's a drag race aficionado. Um, no way. Yes. And he was like, why are you watching from the beginning? You need to watch at, at, at four. Uh, you need to start watching at four because that's where things get good. And I was like, well, dude, I'm at like three. I'm like midway through three. So I'm just going to like keep going. Oh, God. Yo, some of the challenges that they make these folks do, ridiculous. Absolutely hilarious. Um, but I'm in. Can you explain the show to me? Because I... I don't know what the show's about. Okay. Like, I've never watched a single episode. So can you give me like the premise of the show? The premise of the show is uh, glam drag queen icon RuPaul uh, pretty much scours America to find the next drag superstar who will be the face of various campaigns. Uh, that queen will be going on tour. They'll basically be like the next sort of modern representation of what drag will be in the world um so they just like um that next top model ex- tyra banks show but yes. with drag queens oh my god okay got yes. it yes uh got it and rupaul <laughs> has given me body dysmorphia and self-esteem issues um because she is this glamorous like size negative three in a ball gown like elegant woman size negative three yes oh my god she's like gorgeous and like her makeup is always perfect and she's got these crazy amazing cheekbones and i'm like girl can you not and then the worst part is is that rupaul will show up like as she's like talking to the contestants like she'll show up in a suit like no makeup glasses and still wear the hell out of the suit and i'm like you can't look good both ways like i refuse you can't look incredibly handsome and debonair in a suit and also look like like a glamazon of a woman in a ball gown like you can't do both well clearly she's done it it's really not fair because i'm sitting here watching her as i'm eating like i don't know like a like a double fudge brownie and i'm like wow i will never look that good ever well i told you god is fair she probably has webbed feet or something (laughs) well i mean she's also a man so there's that (laughs) well yeah but still (laughs) like maybe there's like i don't know she has like hard of hearing or some shit who knows like god is fair either which way it's really not fair i was like i'm just gonna drink like celery water for the rest of my life so i can i can look like rupaul uh (laughs) you're also like um Five feet shorter than it. Listen, I'm like so. five two on a good day, okay? I'm like five two on yeah, a good like, day. Yeah, she's like what six two? I know it's not even. She's probably like six five, bro. She's like Amazonian, like woman, Amazonian woman. Dude, my my whole height is is the length of her legs. That's hilarious. Like for <laughs> real, you go up to his waist, <laughs> probably. I'm like, dude, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, but I, I've started that. And I think, like, my final goal, well, besides, you know, watching every single iteration, so the 13 seasons that are up right now, plus the UK, plus the All-Stars, plus Canada's Drag oh, Race. Oh, shit. This is international? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch every iteration, so I'm going to I'm gonna know a lot about drag queens by the end of it. Um, I also want to finish my thousand-piece puzzle. You still haven't finished? No, I haven't because... 
I'm going to go blind because I keep having to squint looking at it because all the pieces look the same. Um, right. Yeah. It's um, it's the water lilies, guys. If you uh, missed a previous episode where we did talk about that. Uh, no, it's uh, it's Van Gogh's Starry Nights. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Starry Nights. Yes. Yes. I I thought you were doing the water lilies. I tried to get that? it. I tried to get it from, from Indigo, but they had sold out. So the only one that was available was Starry Night. And I was like... This will do. And then I started and every single piece looks the exact same. I was like, of course I had to get an impressionist painting. Of course I did. It's going to be the same if you do the water lilies. You realize that like they're all just the same color I know. Palette. I'm going to cry. I'm going to go blind. Yeah. Yeah. Just the topic, just like the, the main theme of today's show is just Chris is going to cry literally Yeah, everything. I'm going to cry like a banshee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, what's your list? Nice. You've had to hear me bludgeon through mine. Um, well, I because I, I I wanted to like I wanted to know what what you wanted to do before you know yeah before all of this ends and it's it's kind of nice because we like our friendship started just only was a mere a mere like four three years ago four years ago four years ago yeah dude four years ago yeah and it's like. And then in those four years, I've only seen you physically twice. twice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And for a brief period of time, yeah. you forgot what my face looked like. For a brief period of time, I forgot you existed <laughs> at all. Like, I'm not going to lie. That's fair. <laughs> when when Jonah was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have – I invited Chris too. Like, you know, the second time I was in yeah. Toronto. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm inviting Chris. And I was like, Chris. <laughs> uh, She's like, remember when we went to Watson's and like karaoke night? Like she came out, you know, like, don't you it's remember? It's because it's a rare, it's I'm a like, rare no. instance for me. It's like, ah, yeah, she's, that you go she's out. emerged from her, from her blanket cocoon to socialize. Oh yeah. This hermit has seen now the light of day. Literally. This one time in a year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's kind of nice to know like what, I don't know, just like what you want to do with the rest of your life. You know, it's. And it's kind of cool because everybody wants to do different things, yeah. right? It's you never know what the other person. I don't know. Like I said, I'm a I'm a people watcher. Like I like to see, you know, what what I I don't know. Kind of like fantasize what what their day is like and like their whole life, and then pretend that I have my shit together more than them. It's like a contest, but it's like one where you Stop. never win. <laughs> you give up the <laughs> illusion. So. Yeah, you always give out the like, don't you, Chris? Like, you give out the illusion that you have your shit together. Like, I don't know. I feel like you that's just, a Torontonian like, thing, though. I feel like we're always we always look like we don't care and that we're unfeeling because we genuinely don't care and are unfeeling. Um, but we do care about a lot of things. But we're all very hard about things. We're like, we're like, just give me the coffee and let's go. I've got better things to do. Like, you know, save a raccoon from falling off a telephone wire. That kind of thing. So it, I feel like it's a West Coast versus East Coast thing at this point because you keep saying that Toronto people are like hard, but like our friend Jonah. Yes. Right? Like, sorry, your sister Jonah, my friend Jonah. Um, she's from here. Has she now transitioned to being cold and, you know, mean and shit? She's getting there. Yeah. Okay. A lot. It's funny because like um, I have a lot of Torontonians are like a lot of people, you know, coming 
into the city, like, from other places. Uh, and it's, like, my one, I like, like my pal Rebecca, she, she grew up in St. Catharines, which is, um, like, an hour south of here. Uh, and it's, like, she's slowly morphing into, like, a people-hating person. <laughs> she's been here for that quite sucks. a few years, and she's just, like, I've had it with everyone. I've had it with everyone. Everyone's on my last nerve. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I'm rubbing off on you. Uh, <laughs> That's not a good thing, Chris. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like I a good know, thing. I know. I know. But it's like, it's this weird thing because when we're passionate about something, we're passionate about something. So, like, there's, like, right. a homeless housing crisis that's happening in Toronto right now. And it's sort of like the city versus Torontonians about uh, – these makeshift shelters that people are building to sort of try to help alleviate the problem and the city is systematically tearing them down. And like Torontonians are getting really passionate about it and fighting for it. Um, It's like they hate each other, but like they're all together Uh on this one thing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I get it because we have the same thing here. They're trying to like gentrify Chinatown Mm. and uh, there's just, they're kicking people out and like rebuilding these apartment buildings for like maybe triple times the rent that it was Mm -hmm. previously uh and trying to clean up the place and they've moved now there was like one park where we called it tent city and it was like a couple of them in toronto now like well there was the one um uh on hastings and then and then they moved them to another park that's like closer to closer to like some other street which i don't even know what the hell the street is again nikki doesn't know street names like i can take you there but i don't know where it is <laughs> but they moved them to another park and i'm just like okay so what are you guys doing though like you're just shifting people around and you're not really getting to the root of the problem or even providing you know services but then again the the opposite argument is that like oh yeah you know we provided we do have resources for them. It's just they don't want it. And I'm like, okay, well, then maybe figure out that problem too. Like, it's, yeah. don't just, you know, here's some resources, fucking figure out, figure it out on your own. Like, you know, why can't we go the extra step and real and think about why they're not using these resources? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that, that happens in a lot of cities. I mean, Toronto is no different. Uh, but it, it is one of those things where, yes, it, it's, it's, it's not we're we're cold and hard people uh the winters have made us cold and hard uh but you know every once in a while something warms the cockles of our hearts so <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> you make it sound like you guys are all like ice monsters over there and then like you know what is that the the, the character from frozen she comes along and she's like do you want to build a snowman and then your heart just like lights up a little bit sure Yes. Yeah. Disney. I don't know why that's in my head. It's just that that one seat. I don't know. Sorry. Just random <laughs> things. <laughs> Nikki, tell us about your bucket list. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Right. That was, uh, again, another segue. Uh, for those new to our podcast, we do, we do this, this a lot. lot. <laughs> uh, I actually... I actually always had this list on my phone. Um, and it was titled Before You Die. I mean, you know, classic. Cute. I love it. Uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, in no particular order, I have some things that I, I want to do before I get hit by oh a bus, God. you know. Um, it's always like I hit by do... a bus or like eaten by a goat. Yeah. It's like one or the other. 
and more likely to be hit by a bus because there are no goats here Fair. Uh, in in Vancouver, but there are elephants. So, yeah, I want to do like a stand up comedy like open mic. Amazing. Thing. What was with the face? Amazing. I'm already. <laughs> I will make this happen for you. I it's kind of scary. I don't know what the fuck I talk about, but like, there's just something about. I just have like immense stage fright and like i'm a bad bitch but like stage fright like it's a real thing kicks me in the ass it is yeah i'm like i don't know i just want to i don't know i'm always the type of person who would like break the silence with like a stupid joke and then make other people like laugh at me to like ease the tension so i'm like i'm used to that my i commit to you that i will not only help you write a tight five minute bit I will also get you up on stage to do an open mic set. That's scary as fuck. I will but like I, I said will I will get do you it. in the most supportive room where everybody's gonna love you. Like they'll just laugh regardless. <laughs> I mean, yeah, more or less. But it's like a confidence thing. And I I will help you write it and I will I will do this one for you easily. That one I can make Aww, happen for you. Thank you. When you come to Toronto, we're gonna work on a tight five minute and I'll get you up on stage. The thing is, I feel like a lot of the successful comedians, like stand-up comedians out there, they talk about, like, their life. Exactly. You know? And I'm like, what can I talk about my life that's, like, funny and hilarious and your relatable? Tesla, your Tesla, your cat, much, and your dating life. You know? Done. I just wrote your, I just wrote your five-minute set. Uh, okay. <laughs> we we shall see how that goes, <laughs> but I guess stay stay tuned for that. We're going to workshop some jokes. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I want to eat at the French Laundry. Like, I remember watching that YouTube clip of Bourdain going and, and it's just like, he's, he's always amazed, right? He's always Mm -hmm. amazed and he's always blown away. But like that one was just like, it was also, it was the first time he actually wore a blazer. Like, I think that was the only episode (laughs) that he actually dressed up. (laughs) Uh, He's not in a crumpled shirt and, and dark, Oh yeah, like the wrinkled shirt. Oh, he like reminds me of my high school uh, painting professor in like second year high school. No, sorry, post secondary Adam Lecar, second year painting teacher who's like a professor who's French and and always had this one shirt that had paint on it and it was always wrinkled. It's like one of those like I'm just gonna throw it in the wash and then like take it out and just like throw it on the table and like let it just like sun dry. I don't know. Yeah, or you let it dry in the dryer, so it's just like. It's just like mulch. Oh, yeah. Like you don't turn it on, but you just like throw it in there. Yeah. And it's just got like permanent press wrinkles. Yes. (laughs) That's not part of the – that's not part of the design, but that's what it is. That's what it is. So I want to eat there. Uh, Yes. I've researched it. It's like – you know, it's it's a nice like – it could be – it's like around $400 a person. I know. (laughs) I mean, worth it? Like worth it? Yes, worth it. I, I want to sit in I the same go. seat that Bourdain sat in, though. Like to make it really worth it, I I want to sit in that spot. Okay, I don't mind about the spot. I just want to. I want to be able to like. I want to be able to say to like the waitress or waiter, I'd be like compliments to the chef. <laughs> I don't. I, I just want to always say that. I don't know what it is, and like that would be the one guy that actually deserves compliments. I want you to do that to every every waiter that we have in Toronto when you come to eat. I want I want you to say that to every waiter. 
You're probably going to look at me like I'm fucking nuts. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a lot of traveling, just like you. Yes. Uh, I want to travel to Taiwan. Good eats, like street food. Come on, man. Yes. Like, just, like night markets, street food. Like I will mm. – so the thing is I told myself when I went pescatarian like a year and three months ago is that I I would allow myself to have meat when I'm traveling to experience and really just immerse myself into the culture and – uh, obviously, if I go to Singapore, I can't not not have like Hainanese chicken rice, like mm. you know, or a bunch of other things. So I want to travel to Taiwan. I wanna I wanna try everything there. It's the it's the literal birthplace of bubble tea, which is it courses through my veins on a daily. I'm here to and uh, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, and <laughs> I want to travel to Japan because like who the fuck doesn't want to go to Japan? Like they got fucking bombed, and now they're like you know, one of the biggest, like, electronics, you know, producer of the world. And, like, they have robots and shit. And they had, like, (laughs) they had, like, toilet seats that wash your a-hole, like, 10 years before we found out that that was a thing. Like, no, actually, no, the Europeans had a bidet. Like, I had one at my old house. I never understood what the fuck it was. I thought it was just so cool to have, like, a little mini fountain in the bathroom. But, like, the house was made by Italians, so <laughs> oh I was like, "Oh, God. this is interesting." <laughs> but uh, no, these these Japanese bidets are like they they get like they can just aim at the right spot every single time, and they never miss. And that constant stream of water is actually just like it's in, it's intense. And then they have like a fan, like they they actually it just blows dry. It just blow dries your downstairs. Like it's actually pretty cool, huh? I know your face is disgusted, but like, trust me. It's not even disgusted. It's a mix of confused and intrigued. It's really cool. They it blow dries your butt clean, like it's or what dry? It blow dries your butt dry. Because I always thought that would be like a concern with using a bidet is like then your your bum is 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 moist for the rest of the day. Yeah, so it blows like warm That's air. I was like, huh? It's like a blow dry. Yes, and like. And like, so, so for me, this is like also like later down on the road that I had like a weird ass conversation with Mr. Pharmacist a couple of days ago. I'm like, would you ever be okay with reusable diapers for the babies? And then he's like, mm, maybe, maybe not. And I'm like, but then hashtag environment. And then he's like, okay. So then, but then we also thought about, yeah. Like reusable, what? like feminine hygiene products. Like, ugh. Okay, so that cup thing. Ah. I mean, maybe I'll try it, but I don't know. Things get lost up there. Like sometimes I just forget. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then that conversation led to reusable toilet paper. So I'm like, will we ever use reusable toilet? Don't give me that face. Don't. And then it's basically like, okay. Yeah, Mr. Farmer says, like, isn't that just basically like a, like towel? a towel? Yeah, I'm like, it kind of is. It kind of is. But, like, it's supposed to be used, like, you know, with the bidet. So, like, obviously it's not that disgusting. But then apparently, like, they didn't really sell it to me in the commercial, this Instagram little commercial thingy uh, where they're like, okay, you got to fold it in half. And then, like, you fold it in half again. And then you put it in a basket. And then, like, you, like, at the end of the week, you throw it in the wash. And I'm like, okay. And then Mr. Pharmacist is like, so if you're going to put like poopy towels 
along with your other other clothes to, to wash in the washer. I'm like, that's a good point. So maybe no on the reusable toilet paper. Like at least we could use like bamboo or like recycled toilet paper or something. But that would be another goal, like on another list to be like, you know, like like a earth friendly list, you know, mm. of goals to use uh, reusable diapers. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. And uh, I, I do want to eat at like Michelin star restaurants, yes. like all of them. Uh, but specifically, I do want to eat at a Michelin star omokase restaurant. Mm. Like that's just, I don't know. I like something about this guy squeezing rice in his hands. Like I just want to, <laughs> <laughs> I want to be there. <laughs> and uh, just, you know, preparing dead fish is just I like what a piece by a piece, you know? But it's true though. Like I they do it in a way where it's like they're so they're so their grip is so strong, but then the rice is so soft. Like they, there's a skill, there's an art form to it. Like there's just they're not crushing the rice. You can still see each individual grain of rice, but they're but they're squeezing it into the shape of whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Wait, what? I regret my side. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. I didn't understand a single word you just said. You put a cramp in my side because I'm laughing so hard. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that just shows how out of shape I am. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <sighs> I didn't realize how weird it was until I said it out loud, but like... <laughs> Most people would be like the menu, the chef, the experience. I want to see, I want to viscerally see how human man tactiles rice between their fingers. It's, it's, a, it's a phenomenon that I don't think people are talking about enough. <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. It's like being a ninja. It's like, you know, it's like a, it's like a, a historical moment. I don't know. Like, it's just nice. Sorry. Yeah, move on. But yes, Michelin star omokase. So, uh, I want to travel to the, uh, Bolivia salt flats. Like, I don't know if, if you've ever accidentally Googled like mirror, or so, I don't know. I don't see now. I'm just like I can't focus because Chris laughs so hard. <laughs> but like, there is, there are these salt flats in Bolivia, and uh, it floods like certain times of the year. And when it floods, it it acts as like a giant mirror that looks like it goes on for fucking forever. And it like, again, it, it mirrors the sky, so it looks like you're walking on clouds. It's like a. Like if that's if if I had to imagine what heaven looked like, I would imagine that. <laughs> or purgatory, that's okay too. Like Yeah. Perfect place to be an Instagram model. Yes, and people do go there to take a bunch of pictures, but I think Bolivia is not a, the safest place. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. So, uh I would definitely have to go with, you know, a bunch of people, yes. but I would love to travel there. Um just to kind of, I don't know, because clearly I'm going to hell. Jesus. So like that would be the closest thing to heaven. Stop. For me. Um, I I also want to watch 
an F1 race in person, like, and this is very obtainable because I was supposed to go last year to Singapore to watch uh, the race, but then the Rona hit and then I, you know, and then I couldn't. Uh, but that would be that would be anywhere actually. It doesn't have to be in Singapore. Singapore is the only one at night. But uh, I would be down for maybe just not the Canadian one. I'm like, eh, going to like you know, can like traveling from Canada to Canada. I'm just like, eh, like domestic flights are like, and also our like Maple Leaf Lounge is only like meh. Oh my god. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I also want to eat at the. I see. I don't even know how to to pronounce this. The Joel. Rubushan, Rubushan, yep. Rubushan, uh, in Las Vegas. I just, I've watched every single series about yep. food on Netflix. I feel that. I'm here with you. Like anything about food, anything like chef's Yo, table, my fucking, heart. like Love it. street food, something like all of it, uh, all of it. So I do want to eat there because apparently they have like the dreamiest mashed potatoes. Ooh, baby totally down uh this might be a little bit materialistic but i do want to buy a rolex and also that should be very obtainable but like i wanted to buy one for my 30th birthday which is soon (laughs) which is like next year soon and like you know just like you know other things and then um I already, I already talked about this, but, like, there's a restaurant called Burnt Ends mm. in Singapore. I want to eat at the Hawker Stands. Yes. I want to stay at the hotel is, like, just my dream hotel. It's it's called Amangiri. It's in mm. Utah. And it looks like – it looks like a deconstructed, like, concrete block of Ooh, a building. And that it's, brutalist architecture. I love it. It's so minimalistic. It's so contemporary. It's so – simple Mm. it gives me like what's in the middle of a desert uh and uh it just it looks amazing so i want to go there but it's also like like two any five hundred dollars a night oh no like a certain accent out there what the just, I just turned into like the no horse. I'm like, oh no. That's, That's like my brown auntie down the street going like, oh no, 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 like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay. Like Chris, I do want to travel all over Europe. Yo, like, let's well, go. We yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why we wouldn't, but we should, we should yeah, probably go, go together. Um, I want to eat all the food in Europe. I want to go – is is Greece in Europe? Yes. Yes, it's part of Europe. Yes. Because I'm just thinking about, you know, like the Brexit thing and how many people were trying to like get out of the Euro. And then I was like, oh, wait, Greece had that problem too. So I believe they're also in Europe. That's, that's there how it is. I remember Nice. It. Okay. So <laughs> I do want to do that. I also want to go to Paris for – I do want to go to the – how do you pronounce this? The, the Louvre. Louvre? Le Louvre uh, Museum, uh, Milan Fashion Week. Also, like, nice. uh, I have this like weird thought that me and Chris would go, and obviously I would go like the whole nine yards, and then Chris would be like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna go in my yeah, bone stones." I'll be decked out in the finest H and M. She'd be like super <laughs> Torontonian and Toron- Torontonian yes. fashion, and then uh, she's gonna blow up 
like yo they won't even let me in they won't even let me into the venue they'll stop me at the (laughs) no man you'll be like yo hey this is like yeezy season like 13 like I just like, fall collection Yeezy. Like, it's come the on. True DZ. <laughs> it comes from Trudeau. That, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, moving on. Uh, I want to own a house just so that I can have, like, Ugh, the goal. A the house. goal. But it's not really like, you know, you're. You're like, oh, like the ultimate American dream house because also that's a conspiracy theory. Like that's why they don't teach you finances, of uh, finances and um, and how to how to be financially literate uh, because you go like your whole American dream is based on the fact that you like go to school. You know, you take out a bunch of student loans, you you finish your degree, you have a job that pays you okay enough for you to pay mm-hmm. back those student loans, and then you take out another loan, like a mortgage, to go and buy a house, and then you take, and then you take the rest of your life to repay the mortgage and the student loans off. Why would why would we teach you financial literacy when you're literally a cash cow literally. for the economy? Right. It's like you're just taking on more and more debt. Exactly. So conspiracy, uh, the American dream is for you to all be cash cows for the 1%. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a, compar- a conspiracy theory I will get behind. I believe that 100%. Yeah. So I um, I, I just want to own a house just so that I uh, have something to, to pass on to my future generation. It's not so much that, you know, it was like, it's a dream that I need to obtain before I feel like I've I've been worthy of this life or that I've done things with my life um, or I've achieved, you know, ultimate Mm. adulthood. No, I kind of just want something to, I don't know, shelter future generation and also like 17 cats, you know? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, And I want to find spirituality. Like I, I, not so much like a, like I'm not thinking about like a faith, like, or like a, like a faith in Mm. like a religion. It's more like, I kind of want to achieve like the peak of that pyramid of like self-actualization mm. and and realize something that I haven't realized before, which I mean might, may or may not like include the use of mushrooms. Wow. Um, I don't know. Get some ayahuasca in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that you see crazy shit when you're on drugs. I don't doubt that. Sure. Uh, but kids don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> No, don't do drugs unless it's like medical marijuana for you to like sleep yeah, or something. for glaucoma uh, or whatever it is. Or glaucoma, which I do have. I'm not winking. I actually do have glaucoma, so. Jesus. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, find spirituality and just something. Something for me to believe in. Mm. Like the reason why things are the way they are and the, the reason that, you know, things happen for a reason. What's the reason? I kind of just want to find that and then have inner peace and then last would be just like you know uh, donate enough money to build like a part of a school in like a rural village i kind of just want to be a part of that so yeah there's that great i like that like you you went so deep and mine was like yo i just want to i want to finish watching all of rupaul's drag race (laughs) no i mean (laughs) no no I I I wanted to go and like you know eat all of Europe. So yeah, I'm the same way. Know, so, see, yeah. this is why this works is because we're both like food motivated. <laughs> yeah, we are so food motivated. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, Chris, we we uh we have a question um from yes. the audience and um they wanted us to ask this before we wrap this yes. episode up. Uh Chris, what are you most proud of in the last Yo, year? Yo, Nikki, I'm proud of I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us in the last Aww. year because you know what we you you had this crazy idea that one fateful <laughs> night. Uh, I take all the blame. <laughs> you had this crazy idea and we figured it out and we made it work and we're doing it. And now we're 40 episodes in. Oh my gosh. Guys, we're 40 we're episodes, 40 episodes in. in. Yeah. Oh, wow. So if what am I most proud of? I'm proud of us A, not catching the plague and then B, yes. providing entertainment with weird ramblings uh, and committing to this. And now and now we're we're 40 episodes deep, dude. Chris, I love you. I don't know. I don't know any other person who would um, agree <laughs> to a drunken person's um, suggestion of starting a podcast. Uh, I don't know why uh, you did that. Uh, but let I me tell you, you Nikki, it. it might be one of the best decisions that I made last year. So thank you for having <laughs> a crazy idea in the back of an Uber after a half a pitcher of sangria at Sangria Lounge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then uh, remembering it sober the next day <laughs> and committing to doing Dude, it. Dude, I had the nastiest <laughs> hangover, but I was like, I remember Chris saying yes to starting a podcast, yes. so I got to go through yes. with it. And I'm so glad that I did. I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy that we did this. There's no one else I'd rather do this with. Oh, thank you. Uh, I honestly, yeah, same for me. I think... One of the proudest moments would be this podcast and and going through with it. And we made the promise to each other that no matter how tough uh, life gets, you know, we would we we would get together, yeah. you know, once a week and 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 record and talk about life and just catch up. Like it's it's hard enough to not be able to go outside mm. um, and just you know lick cement, <laughs> um, but also what <laughs> to not be able to <laughs> fly, you know across the world to see i was gonna say across the world but it's actually across just one continent um yes to see you know a friend that you have this weird unexplainable just bond yeah, with even though you only saw them like twice and they could be a serial killer I mean, but don't say it on you here. know god jesus okay sorry uh <laughs> <laughs> but i think yeah and and another thing is that you know i'm proud of us just in terms of how much we've grown, like I, I found um, somebody who's willing to be silly and 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 stupid with me, and I'm very grateful for him. And Chris is, and Chris has you know come a lot more out of her shell in terms of accepting emotions. Um, so it's it's nice to to grow not only grow this friendship but also grow like personally as humans like in, in, in our own aspects look at us humans. crying yeah. at rebel wilson and adam sandler movies like this is growth oh my god this- <laughs> no but for real there's no one else i would i would have rather done this whole thing with um you're like my weird like twin it's odd and I love you for it. Like we're so different, but I love yeah, you too. Yeah, you're my yeah. weird fraternal twin. 
It's odd, but it's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait to be reunited with you in person. Um, yeah. I literally can't wait to lick your face once we've both been vaccinated so we don't yeah, give no, each other the, it's it. The Rona is not something to be joked about. But uh, yeah. I, I can't wait, and I will bring Mr. Pharmacist so you can roast the hell out of him. Um, Yo, I can't wait. I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs> uh, Chris, just like a little, you know, off-air moment, uh, Chris saw Mr. Pharmacist for the first time via FaceTime. I sure did. For the very first time, and they and they had a, a little chat, and uh, – and yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know what to expect. I was kind of scared. It was like introducing him to like a like a freaking like parent. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm pretty maternal in that sense. Like, I didn't get the proper amount of time to threaten him the way that I normally would. So right. he's off the hook for now <laughs> until I can have a longer conversation with him about how I I am well aware from years of watching crime documentaries on how to effectively hide a body. So he, should he be will scared. be receiving that <laughs> very soon. <laughs> but yes, I, I can't wait to bring him um, to Toronto so that you and, and Jonah can, can meet him and, um, you know, give me the final verdict of whether or not he stays or not. Uh, you know. Oh, you'll know because you'll stop hearing from him if I if I think if I think otherwise. Okay, that's very reassuring. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> on that note, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys can always send us your questions. Uh, tell us what your bucket list items are via our social medias on the Twitter, on the Hipstagram, at Edit Real. Uh, or send us all that information at Edit Real Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, the, the, two, the twos are number twos, by the way. So, so make sure you get that right. Otherwise, yeah. That's it for us this week. We'll see you in the next. Stay real. Stay real.